The Supreme Court avoids a new Second Amendment ruling, dealing a blow to the Trump administration and gun advocates who envisioned solidifying new 2A interpretations under a more conservative court. It has been more than a decade since the court ruled on a gun issue. What does this all mean, and how does it play out? I'll break down the details today on the Vegetius View podcast. I'm your host, Eric Wright. Let's get started. The Supreme Court on Monday refused to decide on the constitutionality of a controversial New York City gun law that has since changed, ruling in an unsigned opinion that the case is now moot because of the changes in the law. The altered law regulated where licensed handgun owners can take a locked and unloaded handgun. Without a ruling by the Supreme Court, the issue was kicked back to a lower court, a move that allows New York City lawmakers to again play fast and loose with a Second Amendment. When the Supreme Court agreed to take up the case, the law blocked individuals from removing a handgun from the address listed on the license, except to travel to nearby authorized small arm ranges or shooting clubs. New York argued the rule was not a burden on Second Amendment rights and that it represented a reasonable means to protect public safety. The city's later amended statute came after the Supreme Court agreed to review it, and New York State passed a law overruling the original version of the ordinance. The court heard arguments over the original measure anyway. Justice Alito issued a lengthy dissent in which he not only disputed whether the case is moot, but torn to the first New York City law as clearly unconstitutional. Since the old New York City law has changed, the Supreme Court has nothing to hear or rule on honestly. However, New York City gun owners under the new law are told that they have to bring their guns directly between their homes and gun ranges that they wish to practice at with only reasonably necessary stops. One now enters the muddy waters of liberal thought. What constitutes reasonable, necessary stops? During his dissent, Justice Alito addressed this area and shared these concerns regarding the vagueness and the language of the New York City law. What about a stop to buy groceries just before coming home, Alito asked. Or a stop to pick up a friend who also wants to practice at a range outside of the city. Or a quick visit to a sick relative or friend who lives near a range. The city does not know the our answers to and such our courts disallow vagueness in the establishing of law. In 1926, the void for vagueness doctrine was proclaimed by Justice Sutherland in Conley v. General Construction Company. The void for vagueness doctrine requires that all penal laws must be sufficiently explicit to inform those who are subject to it and what conduct on their part will render them liable to its penalties and a statute which either forbids or requires the doing of an act in terms so vague that men of ordinary intelligence must necessarily guess at its meaning and differ as to its application violates the first essential of due process of law. And there you have it, folks. Law vagueness is unconstitutional. The first New York City law violated the Second Amendment rights of citizens, and New York lawmakers knew it. 
They were scared of allowing the Supreme Court to rule on a 2A issue. After all, it had been 10 years since the court had ruled on any gun issues. In traditional liberal fashion, attorneys with Senate support from the left convinced the city to change the wording of the law, thereby disallowing and restricting the court from making a ruling. The new New York City law is utterly vague. No one of standard mental capacity could even begin to understand what the state means by reasonable, necessary stops. You know, I've studied law my entire career, and quite frankly, I can say this. The city of New York doesn't care what the law says. And here's why. The city needed to make a change to the law and do so quickly to tie the hands of the Supreme Court. And now that the law has been changed and sent back to the lower court, gun owners will have to wait for yet another filing and hearing date by the Supreme Court. The waiting period could be months or years, and the liberals behind the cat and mouse game are well aware of this. And in the interim, the new law stands and leaves gun owners confused and unsure if their actions actually violate state law. Some of you listening today may not grasp the severity of this matter. You know, some may even say, well, Eric, what matters? The Supreme Court didn't really rule on anything. But that's the problem. The court on its face got duped. They got outplayed. But it really isn't technically their fault. No court has the authority to make a ruling on law if the law in question is no longer on the books or has been altered outside of its original language. And that's what transpired right here. The liberals of New York City knew exactly, precisely what they were doing here, folks. Given the conservative slant of today's court, the left feared that if they indeed heard this case on its merits, they would be inviting a whole new wave of gun case law and with it, new gun law interpretations. This scared the bejesus out of these lunatics so severely they needed to do something and that something was amending the law so the court couldn't make a ruling. Folks, the game will continue for years and the danger is it paves a platform for the liberal playbook of hide and seek. It identifies the Supreme Court's limitations and now that liberals know how to manipulate the highest court in the land, their actions their laws and their attempts will know no bounds. It is open season on American liberties and their independence on government. If liberals have found a way to control our courts, our country and our freedoms are in jeopardy. And this should scare us all. I want to thank you all again for tuning in. Next episode, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. I'm going to head down to Bennettsville, South Carolina, to Paul Branch, at the Welsh Neck Wildlife Club. I'm going to be speaking with Paul, shooting some video. I'm going to give you a glimpse of the hunting lands available there in the Palmetto State. It is an episode you don't want to miss. Thank you again for tuning in. And never forget, it's your God-given right. This is Eric Wright, and this has been the Vegetius View Podcast. This has been the Vegetius View Podcast. If you desire peace, prepare for war. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. The Vegetius View Podcast is a production of the Liberty Loft. Copyright, the Liberty Loft 2020. 
You can find more shows and information on our website, www.thelibertyloft.com, or any of our social media channels. For gun and ammo products and information, please visit Vegetius at www.vegetiusfirearms.com.